0: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, what's poppin'? We are Gertini on the Rocks, a video game music band. And this is another installment of our podcast, Gertini on the Pod. My name's Ellis. I'm joined once again by Matt and Ray. And uh, for this episode, uh, we've each picked out three winter-themed video game music tracks. Uh, maybe songs from ice levels or festive-sounding tracks. You know, I think you get the idea. And I'm going to start things off with a track from Earthbound, composed by Keiichi Suzuki, entitled Winter's White. Let's take a listen. That track really is the reason for the season.
1: Were you you holding on to that one?
0: (laughs) I was thinking about that one, for sure. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, very... uh, This one gets eclipsed, I feel like, by the other, you know, the snowman one, but uh, this is a really fun and cool track. Uh, The beginning of it kind of reminds me of um, Just the Two of Us, man. It's getting a lot of, like... (laughs) <laughs> getting a lot of hype right now, and it it does remind me of that in the beginning, uh, but uh, really, really cool track.
2: yeah,
0: the secret
1: snow song from Earthbound
0: right. And it's got a uh, it's got sleigh bells, which we're gonna be hearing a lot of.
1: We
2: are <laughs> I made sure to put uh, to in, in include songs of sleigh bells uh, specifically. i I didn't have any songs of sleigh bells originally and I had to
1: change that. You know, Sleigh Bells there I love how they aren't like you can you can do so many things with them. Like people can you (laughs) could consistently hit them, like on a you know every beat, or you can wait and like randomly throw them in. I'm just
0: You can do two things with Slay Bells. (laughs)
1: You You can can do it it a lot or do it a little bit, no. But I enjoy it. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) Anyway Uh, so yeah, my choice, uh, my first choice of the night, um, I figured as much, I got to go a little easy on Animal Crossing. I've, 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 uh, I've popped off a lot on it, especially like that episode of music we don't like. Um, really unfair cause there's a lot of good songs, um, from the Animal Cro- uh, Crossing series. Um, thankfully City Folk was composed, uh, The soundtrack was composed by Monica, Kataoka, and Shio Fuji. Um, And this is uh, the city, uh, but this is the snow version.
0: great choice thanks I think uh, this um, The City track is a, a standout from, from the City Folk soundtrack which I guess is maybe partially because so much of that soundtrack is reused from Wild World but uh, yeah this is a really good one from from City Folk I was thinking when I put this, uh, this uh, playlist together that Perhaps your uh, disdain for New Horizons is because of the lack of Manaka Kataoka, who I, I assume she didn't work on New Horizons because she was writing the music to Breath of the Wild. Um, so that might have something to do with it. Though I, I do suspect that this particular track was composed by Shiho Fuji. Seems like I, more, that, of, more of her style. but
1: Interesting. Yeah. I really like the way. Um, I don't know. Just seems like, just makes me want to go dance. Like not like twerk, but you know, just. That's very not nicely what I was danced. thinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, just like the slow dancing, mm-hmm. kind of like waltzing is waltz waltz. I can't talk right now. Um, and just I, I think we we're roasting meaties, um, like you know, for Animal Crossing uh or maybe we weren't we would were definitely that was in discussion um but Wait, what i actually you like roasting? just like the the meaty like rather than using like real
0: oh midi oh, midi.
1: yeah sorry. sorry
0: you're roasting meat what are you talking about
1: midi midi midi. midi. <laughs> sorry guys uh i promise i don't say jiff um <laughs>
2: okay.
1: But uh, it actually like fits really well with, with this track. I, I really enjoy uh, just the way like the each of like the instruments sound. Um, and it's just a very, I don't know, super cute track.
2: Let's see. Oh, so my first one is going to be uh, from Stardew Valley. This week was actually kind of hard for me to not do Final Fantasy or um, Square. Because mm-hmm. I really wanted to do Chrono Trigger and a couple Final Fantasy tunes, and um yeah, uh, me too, and a, a Xenogears one. I just want to put Mitsuda in here, and I feel like I'm I'm divorced from him because of Square's YouTube thing. Yeah, um, but I also I have so many snow themes that I like from NES in particular that I decided to try and. Mm, make everything newer. Like I tried to go even newer than this, but then I had to put in a, uh, a tropical freeze track. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt in the mood to, to do some new stuff this time. So this is, um, one of the handful of seasonal tracks from Circle Valley. And, uh, this is the winter ancient theme. I think, I can't remember actually where this one plays. I think, it's um, when you go into the the mines or something, but uh, they're just, every track is great in this game. They all reflect the mood really well. It's by Eric Barone, who um, is uh, the guy behind Sturdy Valley. He did everything in it, and he, I assume, works on this game nonstop because it updates like every quarter or something. But this is a really cool moody track, Winter Ancient.
0: Uh, so we didn't listen to the whole thing because um, that track actually doesn't loop it's just uh, one long you know one long thing uh, that reminds me a little bit of a, this might be a dweeby comparison but it reminds me a little bit of C418's music from Minecraft
1: yeah um, totally agree
0: that's the indie sound I guess I, don't know.
1: I love C418 yeah um i'd never played minecraft ever and i think it showed up on like my i don't want to get too like into minecraft but like uh, i just really like all the music coming from minecraft and then you know stardew valley and all these newer like indie games minecraft's definitely not an indie game <laughs> anymore by far but um yeah that was a really fun like there, there was a lot going on and I mean, I don't know how much longer it went on, but I just felt like there was so many different things going on. Like the beginning was like very twinkly. I love that. I think there's a reason I like the winter songs in general. Um, they they use a lot of uh, like mallet instruments. Um, and I just love uh, just the sound uh, that, or just like the addition to like whatever they decide to build upon. Um, but that beginning part was it just really uh, got my attention, and then it just built up from there. So really, really cool track.
2: You know, winter music has a really particular texture to it, and it's a lot of it is uh, because you're trying to make a mood that everyone knows really well. You're, they they kind of use like, for example, sleigh bells, right, for Christmas music, but also I think the the synth thing. It's kind of popular and yeah, maybe mallets on percussion stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and they're good-sounding digital instruments.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. Um, well, this next track—what's there to say? I mean, this might change your life. This is a. <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is from uh, Kirby's Dreamland Three. Music, of course, by Juni Ishikawa, and uh, this one's called Iceberg.
1: That's wild. That's (laughs) so good. Yeah, it was. That was incredible. And it's. (laughs) It's so. It's wild to me that. um, I mean, Jun Ishikawa was. He did like the composing from like the original Kirby game, right? Yeah. And. Um,
0: Kirby's Dreamland.
1: Going from Kirby's Dreamland. with like a very limited uh, resource for music to something like that. Uh, I have no words, man. It, it gave me uh, the same feeling I got when I first heard uh, Beach from oh. Cool, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. is a very, very good feeling.
0: Yeah, that's high praise, um, especially, oh man, that part near the end of the loop. It goes back to the intro material, but it's in five instead of six. Oh goodness.
1: Uh, I guess I'm next, huh? All right. So, um, I had I hadn't played uh, I hadn't played Skyrim until the beginning of this year, essentially, and it's been out for like nine years. And I know it has a pretty like uh, polarizing opinions of the game, and I've already been. Uh, subjected to like Fallout, which I love. Um, and I don't know why I never played this game. I, I, I really don't. I think it's just because I didn't want to spend 200 hours in front of a TV playing the same game over and over because that's how my personality works. Um, but normally she really she was like, "Hey, you should play it. She really should play it," and I fell in love with this game to the point where like I, I like made her watch it. Uh, one of my friends, Mark. I was like, "Hey, you know, help me out with this." And I, that's all I would talk about. I would look at the lore. I, I really, really liked it. Um, and I'm even playing Elder Scrolls Online with my dad now. That's how much I'm into this. It's ridiculous. So, um, either way, Jeremy Soule uh, did. A, I think he did a really fantastic job with this um, this soundtrack. And it's really hard to choose because I, honestly, I could choose any track from this because the whole the whole uh, I guess world. Of Skyrim is like pretty snowy, um, but I chose a very comfy one. Um, and shout out to Jeremy soul again. I mean, he also did the soundtrack for Secret of Evermore, uh, which is also one of my favorite uh, Super Nintendo games. So, uh, anyways, I bl- blabbered enough. Um, this this one is a uh, Winter's Tale from Skyrim.
0: There you go. Definitely music to listen to on the way to the Renaissance Festival, right?
1: I uh, I also have a really big uh, place in my heart for the Renaissance Festival, and you know all that, all that, all the types of music, all the cool instruments they use, like the hammer hammer dulcimer and all that stuff. So this fits right in there. And if, like I said, I wanted to choose something cozy, I got a little fire in right here. You know, trying to feel very cozy. And so yeah.
2: <laughs> it does feel true to the period, I guess. You know, we don't we don't usually post a lot of uh like Jeremy Sowell or um what's his name? Uh Martin O'Connor, I think. O'Connell. Martin O'Connell. Uh the Halo guy. Um and people like that. Which is it's kind of funny because these are like critically acclaimed soundtracks. Because they uh are like close to movie soundtracks, you know, and I think that's why they get that critical acclaim um where I, I think part of these soundtracks like i remember when Skyrim came out and it it was sort of a big deal culturally where I don't know people were were making this like air about video games while they were writing about them, like video games grew up, they're like movies now um and so I think, for better or worse, like the, i mean, I, I like this stuff, and I do like um, Halo soundtrack too. It's not what I like prefer in video game music, but it's like for better or worse, I think it's it's really important that video games did that.
0: I was thinking how a lot of very popular games um, these days, the music for them is essentially it's film score that just happens to be in a video game, Um, which is not my personal preference, but I guess it works for what it is. The fact that this guy worked on Secret of Evermore, though, that to me kind of legitimizes him as like, oh, this is video game music.
2: (laughs) So my next track is uh, part of this program that I've been helming. It's a program to get Ellis to Play more of Tropical Freeze, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and this song is uh, It's called Seashore War, but it it's like in a snow level. The whole game is a snow game. It's called Tropical Freeze. It's Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze, and this is David Wise. Um, and I picked this song because uh, yeah, there's only like a three to five. Like wintry tunes in this game, but this one is apparently his favorite song he's ever written, and uh, I, I found the uh, the tweet from him that said that just to confirm because I I thought I was making that up, um, but no, it turns out this is his his favorite song, and uh, I know he had like his friend perform the guitar in it, so maybe there's like a connection right there that. Uh, you know, makes it near and dear to him. I don't think it's his best song, but I do really like this one. This is seashore War, David Wise.
0: How wonderful it is that David Wise returned to the Donkey Kong Country series. A whole new generation of kids tricked into listening to new age music.
1: <laughs> what this this song actually was? Uh, learning about the context behind the song, Ray, um, actually made me appreciate the song like even more. Like if, I don't know, feeling uh, I felt very emotional like listening to it. This like where i you know i hear his friend perform or play and he's just like supporting him beautifully like i don't know that everything in the background is just amazing and it just like it honestly kind of makes me feel like when it made me feel the same way that you know when all of us are jamming and i have and i'm like and i'm responsible for the melody or something like that it's like how i felt and (laughs) i don't know it's just a really really good feeling so um yeah i really like that one
2: yeah i I know it's like my tune and I, so i don't want to like talk about it too much but there's so many things i like about it and the guitar performance is one of them it's like a a very like honest sounding performance like it, it's got little like time things that that make you like make it easily identifiable as like a real person playing it i guess um, the layers are really cool i like how the vocals like like the pace at which they like bend pitches and all that. And one of my favorite parts is the bass riff that's going on in the background. It's got one of those like, you know, like minimalist like funk riffs that you'd hear uh, with like Jackson 5 or or I mean like Wolfpack to bring them up again and like Joe Dart where it'd be like a little bit of a thing and that space for like a measure or two and then like the riff again. And it never feels like it's like falling off or, or losing its momentum.
1: Not at all.
0: All right. Well, moving on to my final selection, uh, and oh, what a selection it is! Let me just tell you, um, this is from uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. I finally, started to dip into the Pokemon games. Um, this is music by one of my all-time favorites, Goichi uh and this is Route 216. What's <laughs> So good, it's a very cool track.
1: Yeah, I love that one. Uh, actually, uh, spoiler alert: I, you know, I reviewed Alice's tracks before this one, and this one stuck out as one that we could definitely. I could hear us jamming, and it just sounds like it'd be so much fun. Mm. Uh, shout out to Route 216. What? What's <laughs> so good? What <laughs> Yeah, Goichi uh... Go
0: is one of my all time favorites he he um for context he he's well, I don't know, maybe this is um conjecture on my part, but he's been the main composer on the series since gen two, so since gold and silver, oh, wow. with the exception they didn't work on x and y, but there you go.
2: I really like to hear composers across video game generations. like one of my favorite things about Uematsu is to hear. His style change or stay the same from the NES to like the PS3, and it's mm-hmm. cool to hear uh, Goichi not say in the same way.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, and that style is just really taken aback when you know. Sorry to go back on that Kirby track, but like, just thinking about like, I don't know, going from eight bit to like working like doing literally everything you can with the sound chip in the SNES, uh, just incredible. Um, So yeah, I mean it is again talking about Nobuo. It's very sad that we can't you know revisit a lot of me and Raymond's favorite music. There's so much good stuff there. I hate Square for not allowing us to to share this with the world. Um, But yeah, you're right. I mean one like each game going from like six to seven to eight. Like you can hear like a little bit of the last game, but then also like influences or ideas that he has uh, that are new. So it is it is very cool watching that progression.
0: Well. On the subject of of Square, for a sec, if we can stay on that, Um, a solution to the Square debacle would be to uh, move to an audio-only format. The reason that we can't play Square music is that it's blocked on YouTube, but there's no such problem on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything like that.
1: Which is interesting to me. I, I vote no. I like seeing your guys' faces, otherwise I have even less... Social contact right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I also heard something recently about Nintendo like starting to crack down on that. Is that true at all, Ellis? Do you happen to know?
0: I heard that they took down a. They took down some videos uploaded by like soundtrack channels, like Silva Gunner or I guess Gilva Sunner. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't think. W- that's, that would be a problem for us, at least not in the immediate future. But, yeah. I mean, another reason to potentially move to an audio-only format. So, I mean, we could pose it as a podcast question to our, our lesion of followers, you know. Is it worth ba- it?
1: Yeah, how yeah. bad do you guys want to wear, baby? <laughs> <laughs> so, my last track of the uh, night is by a individual named Yuki Iwaii. Um, this individual doesn't have too much, uh, uh, credits, at least in games that I spent time playing. Um, well, I spent time playing these games, um, but I don't remember the soundtrack very well. Uh, the reason I know the Mega Man X soundtrack, which is what my last choice is from, uh, is because, uh, probably one of my favorite games on the Super Nintendo, and this was always the first level I picked um because it has uh the most valuable um upgrade i do like this uh track it, it, i think maybe i like it more as like a nostalgic uh kind of feeling as i listen to it because it reminds me of um you know on the ver- like me being on the verge of tears not being able to to beat this game so um this is uh chill penguin uh, from Mega Man x
2: Almost did a track from Mega Man X Four that I really like. Oh! But instead, I I did this one, which was uh, one that was just very Christmassy sounding. It's the kind of heartwarming, sit around the old campfire video game sound. Um, it's just by uh, Tomoya Tomita. This composer is uh, one that I that I really like it, and one from. Uh, uh, company originally from Konami and my, the companies I like the most are that I, you know, looking at my collection when I was younger, uh, and then also reminiscing on soundtracks. I really liked, uh, they seem to always come from Nintendo or Capcom or Konami and, um, uh, Tomita didn't work on like early Castlevania games, but, uh, he did work on Jack X, which is a very fun Castlevania game. Um, The Nintendo 64 Casamenya, that's just called Casamenya, I think. It's a very underrated Casamenya game. (laughs) All right, so this track is called Snowland from Kirby's Epic Yarn. It's got sleigh bells.
1: What a nice, like, very peaceful song to end it on. Uh, really gave me the feel of almost like a Christmas carol. A very warm Christmas carol. And um, it's really cool that uh, that song was on Kirby's epic uh
0: There were a couple of Kirby tracks that I, I was thinking about playing. I ended up going with the weirdest one I could possibly pick, but um, yeah, maybe Kirby has the best ice music. I also was thinking about playing uh, another track from this game, Frosty Wheel. That's a good one. I like that one for sure. Interesting.
1: This is a,
2: it's an amazing soundtrack. One of my favorites.
1: Is it better than Tropical Freeze? Yeah. <laughs>
2: um yeah i think so I mean, wow tropical freeze is not my like favorite soundtrack i love it i love it a lot um but um yeah i don't know kirby's up the yarn it's just every every track kind of surprised me i guess when i played it
1: It's really cool. I'll have to check out at Kirby's Epic Yarn now. I gotta check out all these songs, because, or these games. Too bad they're not, though. The whole games aren't winter-themed, because that'd be really cool. I really want to play only winter levels right now, guys. I want to get in the Christmas spirit.
2: God, what games have only winter levels? Uh, Ice Climbers? <laughs> um, there's a game called Winter Sports on the NES. <laughs> uh. There's a um, Celeste is all and oh, mountain. Oh,
1: Celeste is so good.
2: And so is that horror game called Cursed Mountain that came out on the Wii in like 2004 or something. Or I'm sorry, 2008. Dead Space Three. It's not a very good game. <laughs> I don't know
1: if that's a, a winter th- or a, I guess it is winter theme. I don't know about Christmas. Not very festive.
0: <laughs> not <Yeah>. very festive. <laughs> Cool. this has been another installment of giatini on the pod feel free to drop us a line on any of our social media outlets leave a comment you know weigh in on the square debacle like we talked about before um, our theme music is as always starlight zone from sonic uh, composed by masato nakamura and performed by us and uh, other than that thanks for listening and uh Next time.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.